Hello, and welcome to another Team Profile and Projection here on Talking Baseball, where we're doing an episode a day, every day until opening day. We're doing your 2024 Pittsburgh Pirates. You guys ranked them as the 24th best team in Major League Baseball. Last year, they finished fourth in the NL Central. They won 76 games. They lost 86 games games they um had an okay home record for being a, a not good team 39 and 42 it's not about it's not winning but that was okay they had a winning record in one run games hell yeah and that's kind of that's kind of it i was looking for another good one that's kind of it pittsburgh pirates fun nice colors unique cool stadium jake Hey, won 76 games last year, coming off the Royals that we just talked about who won 20 less games, so that's something. They added Aroldis Chapman, the Cuban Missile. Uh, We'll talk about him. Martin Perez, World Series champion. Rowdy Telez, a talking baseball champion. Uh, Also, they got Marco Gonzalez in that Braves money laundering type deal Uh where they were just kind of funneling guys through their team. A uh, couple other MLB names you like floating around. We'll see if Billy McKinney or Jake Lamb gets a call this year. Wiley Peralta non-roster invite. They lost. Osvaldo Beto. Oh, no. Sorry. Uh, two Capito Marcano's out of town. What? Same with Miguel Andujar. Roll those R's, Trev. Vince Velasquez is a free agent. Thomas Hatch. Till my lawn. <laughs> Pirates brought some guys in and lost some. Trev, you like the lineup, right? <laughs> Trev. I do. I do. Stop. That was that was not intentional right there. They were missing a big part of the lineup last year. He got hurt really early on. We got O'Neill Cruz. Mm. He's gonna be there. He's healthy for the season. I want to see what he can do over 162. He'll be near the top of the lineup. Brian Reynolds. He's a stud. Remember him, that whole thing? Like, I want out, but then you get signing into an extension. That's a lot of fun. Key Brian, my guy, will be in the middle of the lineup. Andrew McCutcheon is back. He's looking for a homer number three. Hunge. Mm. Jack Swinsky can hit some homers. Henry Davis can hit some homers. Rowdy Telez will be there. We'll talk about the second base position. I think it's going to go to Leo Perguero. Josh Palacios uh, will also be out there in the outfield. Their bench, I like it actually. G1 Bay, Jason DeLay, John, Connor Joe, and Edward Oliveras. There's some guys in there. I think the top half of that lineup is pretty good. We can get some the ball rolling a little bit offensively. James, tell us about that rotation though in the bullpen. Well, the rotation has uh, three M's at the top. You got Mitch Martin and uh, Marco. Mitch Keller, great first half. Second half wasn't as great. Martin Perez. Always seemingly having good years, uh, but bouncing around. I don't know if last year was, but the year before that with the Rangers was. Mar- or at least the first half was. Marco Gonzalez. You guys know him. Trev's old friend, Bailey Falter. Mm. Uh, he got traded halfway uh, through last season. And uh, Luis Ortiz. The bullpen has, uh, you know, perennial trade candidates. David Bednar, Aroldis Chapman, and then... Uh, Ronzi Contreras, old Yankee friend. Carmen Mlatsinski. 
Is that M-L-O-D? Mlad Mladzinski? Yeah. That's cool. Uh, Ryan Baruki. And that's it. I mean, I'm, I'm Holderman. Colin Holderman. We have, we have the it's it's uh, Carmen McGinsky. I kind of I Mladinsky. I said it already. Had it. Yep. Well, okay. It's McGinsky. Got Depends it. where you live. I mean, mm. what do you mm. what what do you call Germany and what do they call it? You know. What do we think about the Pirates, guys? Not much. Um, mm. Rotation's kind of crazy. And um, lineups kind of crazy, Jake. Yeah, I'll I'll jump in because last year I I was my Pirates can be kind of kind of fun is what I said, and they were kind of fun for a little bit. They got off to a hot April, and then everything else was not as fun. And as we go through these teams, we're looking for what stands out. Uh, the first guy that stands out, even when we went to Pirates Spring Training a couple years ago, is O'Neill Cruz. <laughs> um, it, that is just a different human. And they lost him nine games into the season last year. So, you know, even when I was dreaming up of the fi- fun Pirates, and they still went on to play some good ball without him for a little bit. Um, O'Neill Cruz, it, they need, let's see him for like 155, and let's see where the numbers land. With the homers, the steals, uh, the guy is a human highlight reel uh, and, you know, Trev, I know you're a steamer projections guy. Um, you know, they're they're projecting a casual 2020 from him. Let's just keep him healthy out there. I remember the slide, and it was like, hey, like, take, take care of your body, man. It, it's a long year, and we want to see what you got. And I guess pivoting out of that just a little bit as, as we click through some of these expected lesser teams from the season, I will say with O'Neal Cruz, uh, Key Brian Hayes, Brian Reynolds, uh, Jack Sawinski, who is Pittsburgh in the name. Like, you're looking at important guys at important positions who could be around the next few years that I, I don't know if I could say that about some of the previous teams. So I like that for Pittsburgh, although I'm not as gung-ho for them with this season because a couple of... It, the pitching horrifies me, I'll say that. Agreed. I, I'm I'm in I'm there with you on the pitching. I, I can dream upon a lineup where you know the top half is is decent for them. Uh, a lot of those spots uh, are kind of taken up. Like they have a roster full of guys. One, you know, I'm not a big spring training position player mm. battle guy because I do believe front offices already know who they want in there. But in this instance, I'll be I'll humor it. I believe the Pirates do have a second baseman battle. A lot of it was because O'Neill Cruz wasn't there last year, so they had to have some to move some guys over to shortstop. Uh, the guys in contention to start second. Mentioned Bay, uh, Piguero. We didn't even mention Jared Triolo, who had a really nice uh, season offensively. He's kind of more like utility, plays a little bit of third base. Uh, he 35 games last year at third base, 10 at second base, 6 at first base. He's one of those guys. More a corner infielder that has some uh, hitting ability. Uh, Gonzalez started through uh, 32 games last year, 25 at second base. They had a revolving door kind of there at second base. Uh, so that's something they're, they're going to have to figure out. Whether they continue to do that or not, uh, we'll see. Uh, for my money, I think Piguero's the guy. You watch him. He's kind of got that power-speed combo. Uh, can play a little bit of defense, too. He's got a real nice compact swing that I think plays. Hits the ball really hard. Uh, so that's something they're going to have to figure out. If, is Triolo going to start? In the minor leagues, is he going to be a bench guy for them that can move all over the place? And if he is, what do you do with 
you know, uh, a, a Bay or a Joe or something like that. So, like, they have some options there that's going to be on the bench that are going to be at the top levels of their minor leagues. Um, but for all my, you know, thoughts and uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, I think Peguero is going to be the guy at second base this year. Okay. Okay. They got a top prospect that's a second baseman. I don't think they're going to rush him up or anything because he's 19 years old, but I was seeing their prospects. They do have, unlike the last episode we did with the Royals where they didn't have any, they they do have some prospects. Obviously, they have Paul Skeens, who they drafted, uh, and then they got, uh, I don't know, I'm going to butcher this, Tamar Johnson? Tamar? Yeah, I was there when he got uh, Tamar. Yeah. Um, He's a second baseman in their system right now, but he's young, so I don't think he's going to get called up. But I was looking. I was looking. Okay. Yes. I think, was he the first overall pick, wasn't he? I believe so. You talk, uh, from first round, fourth of the 2022 MLB oh, June, Mays High School, Atlanta. 19 years old, 240 days. 5'8", 175. Yeah. Hell yeah. He was like kind of like the star of the draft that I was at. He was, I think he was the highest pick that was actually attending the draft. With Pop, too. 18 homers in his first year at rookie mm. ball. Did he really? Yeah, Good for him. I might need you guys to talk me down. From what? Part of me kind of likes the lineup. Why? Talk me in. O'Neill Cruz, freak show. Fun, right? Yeah. You're the, into that. The top three are are maybe maybe I'll give you top five. Could be good. Brian Reynolds. Yeah, we know. Key Brian Hayes. Uh, you can especially butter knife his some of his second half numbers last year that he really got going. And he's key Brian Hayes. Like, a, let's see. McCutcheon, your guy, guy, Jim. You know, you kind of know what you're going to get. Some on-base at-bats. Jack Sawinski, man, go check out his numbers last year, especially if you compare him to center fielders. Like, Jack Sawinski's a ball player. And then our next guy is 1-1 pick Henry Davis, who they kind of screwed with last year. Uh, they had him playing the outfield. He's a catcher. That's like every catcher's nightmare. <laughs> uh, I think they were trying to find a way to ease him in, and they might have heard him there. So let's he say he was probably so bored, right? Yeah. So okay, Henry Davis, we're through six now. Uh, you mentioned some of those second base options. I don't know what happens there. Um, I kind of like Gonzalez too. Like that guy was a top one hundred prospect. All of his minor league numbers are good. He only got a sampling at the majors. I've got options at second base, and then you mentioned that there's other like. There's other top prospects in that farm system. I, I gave a lot of speeches last year that were very uh, centric around, like, if you have a lineup, that can work. These pirates can have a lineup. So well, hold on, though. Maybe you asked us to talk you down. This is where I get confused. Right. What are you talking them into? Like, third place? The division? You just- oh, I've, I've had the pirates as... Not fun like to watch. Se- like 76 wins hasn't been in my brain at all. Okay. Like 76 wins from last year has not been in my brain at all because the pitching staff horrifies me. But I... You're basically saying they can be a fun watch offensively. This lineup can be something which I do and think is more season. impactful to regular season wins um, than I think in previous MLB history. Like I think if you have a lineup top to bottom that can go... That is more productive in a regular season than in previous previous MLB times. 
So that's where I'm getting a little... Like, I was fully out on the Pirates. You could have told me any number on the under, and I would have been like, uh, under. Like, this pitching staff horrifies me. This lineup has a chance to be a lot of fun day in, day out. First 29 games last year, what do you think the record was? They were good. Were 20 they like, and 9. Was awesome. 20 and 9. Really? Yeah. I thought you looked it up. No. Genius. No, it's good. good job, James. Hey. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> 20 and 9. Uh, they got they were hot. They won the they won the game in March, the one game they played, and then they were 19 and 9 in April. After that, don't look oh. if you're a Pirates fan. Um they kind of rallied. We talked about that they rallied around the O'Neill Cruz thing. Who's gonna step up? Who's gonna be the guy? Then it just became too much because the baseball season is like that. It is relentless. Uh, I want to go back to Henry Davis and kind of, yeah, playing outfield, what that means. That's it's it's very difficult. So he didn't have a great offensive year. He didn't have a great year whatsoever. You know, I think he was a negative war guy. The minor league numbers suggest that he's going to hit at the big league level. A 947 OPS. That's just through three seasons, 122 games. But like that's going to translate. Uh, he's not going to be a 653 OPS guy. Like it's not. It's not, he's not going to be that. So yeah, if he gets more comfortable back to where he belongs, uh, I believe Andy Rodriguez is hurt right now. He had some yep. surgery. If he gets a, a run and he's able to just establish himself, that makes the lineup so much better. And then, yeah, you can start to say, okay, maybe not, you know, 80 games, but you can see this Pirates team kind of trending in the right direction. I guess that's the way I want to put it for them. I'd like Brian Hayes to take off, take off. Yeah. He he's, had, he's had a few times where he's tried to. Yeah. Um, First 10 games of the year last year, basically went over April 11th on 800 OPS. Yeah, but his he hits the ball so – he should have a 900 OPS if you look at his advanced metrics. Like, he hits the shit out of the ball. I think they're gearing for this to be that year. That'd be nice. He's 27. Thought he was younger than that, but he's already played three full years. Okay. Have any of you guys talked to the Pirates front office? Like, are they gonna are they gonna fast track Skeens? Or, Trev, I know you're a you're a Quinn Priester guy. Like, are are we gonna look at the rotation April twenty eighth and see those guys and be like, oh, this no. could be exciting? Or are those guys Not gonna Skeens. be on the back? There's burner? no way, no chance yeah? they bring Skeens up. No, no. Um, I don't know why you'd rush them into unless they or have. How many innings did he pitch last year? I'm guessing 50. Like, there's just no way. Okay. For Pirates fans, that'd be awesome to see, but I, I just don't think that makes any sense for them and their organization. That you know, these teams don't want to start the clock. We've had some yeah, more. Yeah, I mean, because they have because they, they have, tried to push it in. You were saying they have like four or five top prospects, so I'm guessing they'd rather have him be around all those windows than not. I get. I guess what I'm doing a little bit is, we we're looking at all these teams, and we we're trying to be as objective as possible. And you guys know your team better than us. When you're in an MLB front office and you're putting together a team, and who knows what kind of rebuild plan this front office originally had, 
Like, are they looking at the lineup with kind of the excitement I just had? Like, Henry Davis is going to go this year, and our, our sec- one of these second basemen is going to click. And we, we got eight guys in our lineups that we like that, you know, if we support them with a little bit of pitching, this, this could start it off. Like, are they thinking that? Because if I was in the Pirates front office and I've been convincing myself for a couple years that this core is going to be the core that brings Pittsburgh back, I could see that. But I, I don't know. I'm asking. I think there's a lot of times where I think they're just. Trying I think to very rarely do you get the best 26 players in your organization at the big league roster. I think if you they thought saying? this roster was good, they wouldn't have gotten Martin Perez and Marco Gonzalez and Bailey Falter in the rotation. I think they would have gotten better support for the offense if they thought the offense was awesome. Well, that's I, I'm I don't think they're the sitting around pitchers. thinking this offense is awesome, but I I I, I do think Paul Skeens like deserves to be in the rotation. Probably like he's probably probably one of the best starters they have in the organization, but that doesn't mean he's going to be on the roster, which is weird to think about if you're just like an outsider talking about baseball. Like, why wouldn't you put the best 26 people? Well, you know, it's the clock and all those things and the windows and all that stuff that they believe in. I I mean, September for Paul, I think. Okay. Something like that. What There's- is the over-under? There's one segment here that we had on our notes, and I did the math. When will DH Andrew McCutcheon hit his 300th home run? He's on 299 mm. right now. Uh, so, in the last six years, he's hit his first home run of the season, eighth game, 20th game, eighth game, 17th game, first game, seventh game. So, that's the first thing I looked at. Next thing I looked at was some pitchers and teams he crushes. He crushes Trevor Rogers. They open up. Four games against the Marlins. If the Marlins have an injury and Trevor Rogers finds himself in that fourth starter, Kutch is getting his 300th in game four of the season. Trevor Rogers doesn't appear in the Marlins. Good news. He's going to save it opening day versus Baltimore. Mm. That's around the seventh, eighth game of the season, which is his average. Oh, at home. At home. Beautiful. Yeah, it's going to be a great little yeah. reception for him. Be nice. Yeah. Then he says, I'm out. No. See ya. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I don't know. Don't ask me. DraftKings is in the Hall of Fame of Sportsbooks, America's number one rated sportsbook app. And with NBA season going right now, they are giving a bonus bet back up to one thousand dollars in the amount of your original bet if it doesn't hit minimum deposit is five dollars sign up using promo code talking and they've got their daily fantasy stuff at DraftKings too that kind of got them going at first but right now you need to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app new customers use promo code talking and get a no sweat bet that's promo code talking only at the DraftKings Sportsbook the crown is yours What's the over-under? 72 and a half. I don't see that one happening. I think they're going to trade their relievers, and that might be their best unit right now. Well, the top end of it. Yeah. <laughs> Bednar, Chapman, Holderman. They, they can give you a couple months there, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, under on this one. 
And I also have a new segment at the very end as the music plays. Just reminder. Okay, new segment coming up yeah. when the music ends. I like that. And it'll be a recurring segment anytime I remember to do it. Trev, I'm going to go first again. Um, I am going to fade myself. I'm going to go over. Um, I've been picking a lot of unders. Uh, BBD, if you want to give me my under math. Um, if I believe in my lineup theory, which I do a little bit, uh, this team has a more than a lot of the other teams we've talked about. And the, the central math doesn't make sense in my head. Like the Cardinals can't be a 71 win team again. Um, but I don't know, get, give me some, some punchy pirates baseball. Maybe they rush a couple of those pitchers and we're having fun. Um, I'll, I'll go over and maybe I'll just be mad at myself when we check in on this in September. Four out of seven, you you've been over, or sorry, you've been under. That's not bad. It's not bad. Cl- pretty much clean. But that one would have been five out of seven, right? Yes. So there you go. Necessary. No sir. Seventy six wins last year, buoyed by the twenty and nine start. Now O'Neill Cruz is back. They did add some pitching. Sheesh, man. I, I want to be more optimistic, but I'm going to go with the under. I'm going to go with James here. I, I Unless they do bring up these guys. I don't know. You talk about Jackson Wolf, which is an amazing name. Hey, hey, you're, you're wow, cutting into my segment Jimmy, here. Oh, you you got to get to Jackson Wolf That's before the end. Segment. Well, yeah, it's, a, it's a part of the That's segment. I actually, okay. I actually just knocked him out of the top three. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, literally. If, if, like, just if we see the lineup go and they bring some of the younger guys up and they're saying, hey, let's just get some experience, maybe they just top that. But I'm willing to I'm willing to bet on the under here. All right. Well, to wrap the episode up, top three names in the farm system. Drake, Fellows, Bubba Chandler, two-way player, and Wesley Zapata. Mm. And then Jackson Wolf was on there as well. Trev Stolen. To be honest, not the best names in the farm system. Other teams will trounce that. Jackson Wolf and Quinn Priester. That's pretty good. Yeah, you missed out on Quinn Priester. Oh, Quinn Priester. Quinn Priester. No way.